You are listening to Fast Track Podcast, the place to be to fast track your personal finance or fast track your business or both. Through a series of conversations with those who have learned it, done it, and made it. This episode is the recording from Fast Track Money YouTube live session, where we talk anything about money, saving, investing, and achieving financial independence. Hey, hello everyone! Welcome back to this week's Fast Track Money session again. And then today we have a special guest. But if you are here for the first time, so I'm Yasi behind Fast Track. We have a podcast. We have a blog platform. You can find all the information about career, entrepreneurship, and money on FastTrack.life. And then together with me, as usual, is Matthias Richter. He is the creator behind. Financial Imagineer. Financial Imagineer is also a platform, a blog where he shares his personal experiences and his insights, how he manages money and money mindset, so you can imagine your life financially in the best way possible. And today with us, we have a special guest, is Nicole. So Nicole here with us. He is going to talk about how to live an abundant life, and、uh, I'm so eager to hear more from him. And if you have any questions. To Matthias, to Nico, to me, feel free to leave in the comment section. Some of you might join us from Twitter. Some of you might join us from YouTube. Some of you might join us from Facebook or the world. So we are so glad to have you here with us. If you are watching this replay, you can also leave your questions in the comment section. We will reply you as well. So welcome to our YouTube live session, Nico. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you, Matt,、uh, for for organising this, and、uh, Yassi for coordinating. And、uh, I'm really, really stoked to to be here on the show and and speak to you both. And、uh, it's really, really great to be live streaming.、Uh, I think this is probably the first time for me that、uh, I'm on a live stream in this in this、uh, kind of thing. So this is new for me. I'm very thankful. Thank you very much. When was the last time you did something new? <laughs> When was the last time I did think? That's a very good question. You know,、um, one of my on on my Twitter account where me and you uh, met. Uh,、mm-hmm. One of the things I have、uh, in my in my bio is reinvention. So、yes. uh, I'm constantly trying to not trying. I'm actually reinventing myself. I'm always doing something new, and、uh, every day, every day, probably about an hour ago, I did something new. It's something that we sh- we should all do. We should all embrace doing something new. Before I jump to、uh, further questions, also with Matthias, I would like to ask you. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself and some of our audience. You know, is for them is the first time meeting you, seeing you.、Uh, so probably just give us a short introduction. Okay, I'll make it as short as possible because、uh, my bio could be very long. But、uh, yeah, my name is Nico Nico James. I reside in the province of Barcelona in Spain. I、uh, actually have a, a nine to five. I work in the wine industry. I, I sell wine. I export wine. I am British, Caribbean, half German, and、uh, yeah, I've lived in Spain for the last twenty、uh, years. And in my free time, I like to talk about leadership and reinvention, and also living、uh, an abundant life. Yeah, thank you so much, and it's a very in- interesting background that you have, and also the <laughs> the career you are in the wine industry. And the, suddenly, Matthias has this facial expression that I totally understand. <laughs> It must be really nice to sample different types of wines. But today we're going to talk about abundant life. Um, my first question is, 
how do you define living an abundant life? What does it mean for you? Well, usually when you talk about uh, an abundant life, when you talk to others about abundance, uh, the first thing everyone thinks about is money. So abundance, richness, uh, money, a Lamborghini, a Ferrari. You know, that's the first thing that, that comes to mind. And I, I wanted to get rich before and um, actually had a bit of uh, richness in that sense, in the sense of money. But then, uh, you know, I, I, I lost it all. And um, for me, abundance is not just money, uh, acquiring money or, or making money grow uh, or investing money, but it's also, it's, it's a mindset. It's looking for opportunities. It's being the best version you can and doing what you can to change the world in, in your own sphere uh, and helping to influence others. Because at the, at the end of the day, uh, leadership uh, is all about influence. You know, that's what John Maxwell says. Uh, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. How can we influence uh, others? Um, by being an example, by showing them different ways, by observing things that you've never seen before, and um, basically by by you know doing something completely different by observing or by getting people to be more creative you know those are just some examples so for me in a nutshell abundance is is having a, a growth mindset and not just uh, acquiring money that's a byproduct of abundance but also in in normal life you know whatever you're doing in your daily life whatever job you have uh, whatever book you're reading whatever cup of tea you're making uh, whatever house you're cleaning uh, you could always do it a better way. You can do it a different way. And um, you can always grow while you're doing whatever you're doing. My other question is related to your little story that you kind of briefly talk about you accumulate abundance in terms of money and then you lost it quickly. Would you mind sharing that story? What happened? Yes, I would mind sharing it. But I'll share it for you, okay? Because you asked me very nicely. Um, <laughs> No, basically, um, so I, I used to work in a multinational company and um, I, I accumulated uh, quite, a, uh, quite a bit of wealth. Um, I saved a lot of money. And um, during my time there, I bought a, a second house. So a, a house near the beach. And that was like my second home while I was living in a rented apartment in Barcelona. And then, you know, this was in the, in the stock, in the, not in the stock market bubble, in the housing bubble we had here in Spain. So I bought it at a very good price. And then three years later, you know, the value of the house doubled and it was the best time to sell. And I found a buyer, I sold my house. And just in that moment, I also, um, I came at the end of my, my, my career, so to speak. And um, I realized my dream, my dream was to have my own business. I, I sold my house, I left my job, I got a nice payoff. It was at the time when companies were still doing well. Well, allow me to say that I'm a good guy and uh, I parted very friendly, amicably with the company I worked for and I got a nice payoff. I actually got more than a normal person would get. And, you know, I looked in my bank account and I had 250 grand in my bank account, no debt. My house was sold and uh, I was just getting married. Um, this was back in 2005. I was going to get married and I was, you know, over the moon. I was on Clyde Nine. I'm getting married. I've left my job. I'm going to set up my own business. I've got no debt, you know, what else could go wrong? Well, a lot of things went wrong for me and uh, I'll try and keep it short as possible. But um, yeah, I, uh, I got married, I set up my company. I actually imported wine. The wine business is not an easy business, but um, I successfully uh, started importing wine, selling wine, made a good name for myself here in Spain. Things were going really, really well until 
the crisis happened and uh, then things uh, went pear-shaped as we say and everything fell apart everything my business my marriage the house i, I actually bought a new house after that because i had to reinvest the money the house uh, that i bought with my with my then wife uh, in the end after some years we had to relinquish that house and we spent a lot of money on the house but we lost it i lost it i'm going to you know take ownership of that and um, which i didn't at the time and it was actually uh, mostly my fault and uh, yeah basically i lost everything and had to start from zero actually less than zero because i had a lot of debt to pay off only a little bit of that debt um, i'm still paying off now so we're talking almost half a million euros of debt that I had to pay off wow. a, a lot of money and um, so I had to I had to reinvent myself I had to restart and uh, I just didn't want anything to do with the wine industry at the time I, I tried a few other things but then uh, the wine industry called me back and said Nico please don't go you know it's like that song you remember that song from the 90s please don't go <laughs> I came back and yeah now I'm working full time in the wine industry again but uh, as as an employee a very happy employee and not as a chairman with lots of worries and uh, with other things on his on his mind other than you know uh, trying to make things good and trying to make things happen again so in a nutshell that's part of my story and uh, you know you'll also be happy to know that yeah my marriage my first marriage ended and I had to rebuild my life from bottom up and then I got remarried and with my my second wife, I sound like an American, you know, yeah, all these Americans that have 20 wives and get divorced all the time. Sorry, Americans, if you're on there, but this is, uh, you know. But uh, no, I got remarried and I have, today I have two children, very happy, very happy children, a son and a daughter. And uh, yeah, I've been back on Twitter now since September, trying to uh, spread my message and uh, trying to get people upbeat again. And then the key topic for today is abundant life. Um, is there some some moment in your life that trigger you to think and live abundant life through your past experiences, or how does it come through in these years? That's a very good question. Um, let's let's put it this way: I've always wanted to be successful. I've always wanted to uh, to be you know rich and uh, well off. And the, the, the pictures I've had, the, the, the people who influenced me uh, were family members. Um, you know, I, I told you I was half German and. Uh, I had a, a, an uncle who was uh, very well off, and uh, he had, you know, a very uh, he had a thriving business, and uh, jet set it all around the world. You know, he he was an, an idol for me. So th this was my picture of abundance. It's not the true sense of abundance that, that I have today. So I've always wanted to be abundant, but my picture was a bit distorted. And one of one of the things um, about abundance is is that you have to be aware of what you have, uh, of what you need to. Uh, improve in your life and uh, of you know with those uh, resources and your environment around you you have to improve if if you're in the place that I was but uh, abundance is it's a, a never-ending story and um, I've always been into uh, self-development books ever since yeah I was I was young I still consider my young but not as young as I was like uh, 20 or 30 years ago but um, the abundance that I'm working on now is a totally different abundance to what uh, I had in mind back in the day. Uh, so it's always something that's that's been in my top of mind, but I didn't really know how, how to get there. And uh, now uh, I, I can happily say that I do, but, you know, we're all work in progress. We always, I mean, even, even Tony Robbins is work in progress. You know, you, everyone wants to be like Tony Robbins. 
as an example, but uh, you know, he's working on some issues, but they're just different issues than me and you are working on now. Uh, he's higher up the ladder, we're lower down the ladder, uh, if I can say that. Not, not necessarily you guys, but uh, you know, just generally speaking, we are in a different place, but we, we, we're all work in progress, and whatever we have now, we can always do more, we can always do better. That is, for me, the, the true sense and the true picture of abundance. You're now simply young with a 20 to 30 year of experience, right? Which is the best kind of young there is. Yeah, that's a, a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still young at heart anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Same as Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, older than Matt, I think. Um, I'm 41. Yeah, I'm a bit older than you. I'm going to be 49 this year. So a wow. little more experienced, yes. A little more, yeah, yeah. I could be a young at heart. Young at heart. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. it's like the way you speak. Uh, it feels very energetic. Feels very young, really. Oh, thank you very much. I'll send me your your account number. I'll transfer you some money over for that. Comment. <laughs> so you talk about like you are trying to improve yourself and moving up. You know, in the this ladder, <laughs> is there any? person in life that is uh, influencing you or have you read any books that you think you know you would recommend to our audience like what are the tools and resources you use to help you to move up yeah like like, like i said i've been uh, i've been reading self-development books for many many years and i, I named tony Robbins before but um there, there are many people who've influenced me many authors and you know i'm still discovering new authors all the time so it's a never-ending process. I mean, Tony Robbins uh, definitely influenced me back in the day. Uh, I still, I recommend, uh, it moved me the time. I haven't seen it for like three years on Netflix. Uh, I'm Not Your Guru. Uh, that was a very interesting uh, uh, documentary on him. Uh, Robin Sharma, also uh, a, a great influence. Wayne Dyer. Like Wayne Dyer says about uh, abundance, he says, um, abundance is not something you acquire. It's something you tune into. Um, so Wayne Dyer, uh, with the power of intention, that was a big influence on me. It's actually the, the book I read back in 2005. My, my auntie sent it to me from America. Uh, you know, back in the day, Amazon wasn't working. She sent me the book. It probably cost her uh, three times the value of the book to send me that book. Um, but anyway, big influence. And uh, more recent books, uh, I would say uh, Atomic Habits, uh, James Clear. What's his name? Uh, David uh, David Goggins. You can't help me. Joko Willink, Extreme Ownership. Very, very good book. Is it also the principle is the freedom? The principle of freedom? Yeah, I think that's Joko Willink. Oh, Willink. Discipline is freedom, something. Yeah, I, I think I've seen that, but I haven't read that yet. Even reading books is, is just an ongoing process because, um, you know, like, once I, I put on my Twitter feed, I said, um, I asked people, you know, what's your favorite biography or autobiography? Now, one of my favorite autobiographies, I, I have two actually. One is Open by Andre Agassi. That's a, a well-written, it's ghost-written, but it's very well-written. I laughed all the way and it just showed you a side of a really successful tennis player that you would, you know, you, me and you, we never knew that. This, this guy was, I don't want to spoil spoiler alert, he was wearing a wig during his uh, matches because you know he didn't have any hair and uh, he was getting shots in his in his back because of the of, of the pain that he's having in his muscles you know to play tennis um but it's a very very powerful story and uh, another autobiography is by a guy called um 
Uh, Chris Evans from, from the UK, a, a comedian and a radio presenter, Confessions of a Fruitcake or something like that. This guy, he, he, one of the things I remember is when he gets an offer for some shares he has in some company from the bank. And it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know, 100 million or 200 million uh, pounds. And uh, he refuses it because he says, no, the bank is, you know, they're trying to play me. And then in the end, the shares of this company, uh, he refuses it. And like a, a year later, the shares of this company, they go down to like 1 million. And, you know, he could have been like a, a multi, multi-millionaire. And uh, he, he just writes this in a book like it, it was just something, you know, just like he lost mm -hmm. his shoe while he was walking on the street or something. We, we can learn from anything. It doesn't have to be, we, we're all focused a lot of times, especially in performance, we're, we're focused on um, getting better and, and, and getting richer and making the big deal, working harder. You know, you work 12 hours a day, you have to work 16. You know, that's, that's not abundance. You know, you, you can work a bit more, but you're going to kill yourself if you do that all the time. Uh, you've got to work smarter, delegate, uh, work less hours, use um, the Pareto rule use mindfulness use awareness be aware of where your time is going and um you know uh, use it wisely one of the things that i i often uh talk about on my on my thread on my on my timeline um is um I, the other day in fact I, I said yeah you should um and I, I thought this was like common knowledge journaling I, I don't know if you guys do journaling and uh, i wrote about a success journal now, for me, uh, success, I, just, I said, you know, write a success journal. And uh, I, I got like five DMs, oh, tell me about the success journal. And I thought, oh, I thought everyone knew about this, you know. So it's another uh, example of the abundance mindset. You know, you, you never know who you can influence. You never know where your ideas are going. You know, Matt uh, kindly, uh, I think every Monday, he, he, he tells everyone on his timeline uh, what the happened to market. And this is great, you know, for him, this is like, this is his work. So it's, it's like really obvious that these things are happening. But uh, getting back to the success journal. So the success journal, what does it comprise of? Basically it comprises of, of uh, waking up or, or going to bed and then writing down your successes. Now, success doesn't have to be, yeah, I made a hundred million dollar deal. Now, success can mean, yeah, today I took my son out for a walk and he said, daddy, I love you. Or... Daddy, look at that BMW. Uh, not because it's a BMW, but just because you know he was able to identify this BMW because uh, you told him like a hundred thousand times. And this this four year old kid, he you know, look, it's a BMW. Say BMW, and then he never repeats it to you. But then when you go out for a walk without a care in the world, this four year old son, he says, "Look, Daddy, there's a BMW." And you're going, "Wow, <laughs> you know, where have you been? Where have you been? You know." Uh, but this that's a success. Uh, the other success can be, yeah, um, you know, I, I wrote a thread and yeah, I had uh, on, on Twitter and uh, I had like uh, 10 DMs and they they wanted to know how to write threads. And I've, I've had this, for instance, you know. So your, your success journal is basically a collection of successes, your own successes that you've had uh, during the day or during the week. And what it does, it sort of reinforces the fact that you're you're doing good and that you are successful because... The first thing we tend to do is to, to think negatively about ourselves, you know? So I might look on here on, on this live stream, Yazzie, my, my hair's a mess. And you're laughing at me, you're going, Nico, you don't have any hair. Like, <laughs> I was about to say that, I was like, where is it? I took the words out of your mouth. You see, you can't see any hair, but I have hair and the, the four hairs I have in the front, one of them, they shouldn't be there, you know? <laughs>
And we, we, we have this with everything. We're, we're, we're perfectionists, you know, and you might look at this uh, stream now, uh, later on, Yazi, and you, oh, my, my hair it should be straight. It shouldn't be like this, you know, or, or whatever. See, I've got you going here. But we should reinforce uh, ourselves, reinforce the image that we have of ourselves and help us to, to step up and to get better. And a success journal is a great way to do this. And if you do this regularly, you'll feel on top of the world um, because it's, it's there to rebuild, to build up your self-confidence and for you to, you know, to get better, to be a better person and to do more, to, to get more out there than is already out there, you know, yeah. for yourself. How long have you been doing success journal? Uh, this is, um, someone asked me the other day, where, yeah, is this your idea? And um, I said, should I lie to this person? I said, no, lying is not good. I said, no, well, this this comes from a, a German, uh, Matt might know him. I mean, he's he's Swiss, but uh, he's got a German side to him. Um, uh, Bodo Schäfer, do you know him? Oh, he, yes, 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 yes. Seven years to financial freedom. Yes. He had a very, is, very big book, but that, that book was written in the 1990s and it was one of my first books that got me into money and super interesting. Yeah. This was one of my first books as well um, before I, I came to, because I used to work in Germany before I came to Spain. Someone gave that to me and that's how I know him. Uh, I've still got the, the book and it's from the 90s, but he talks about a success journal and that's where I got it from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look, Matt, didn't, did you remember this success journal, Matt? Um, I remembered how his daddy had to write down every 10 cents for the ice creams that he bought. And the daddy later told him how he invested into him in, in one way or another. His father made a lot of journaling for him. Yeah, that's yeah. I think how he got started. And I remember the book is like gray and uh, about 140 pages and very inspirational because it uh, takes you away from this kind of uh, limited mindset to an abundance mindset, I would say, because he teaches you in a way, anything is possible if you just go after it and think big. That's the other big thing I learned from that book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, think, thinking big is, is is just amazing, you know? Um, mm. Let me give you an example. I don't know if, if, if any of you do sports. For those of you who are watching and listening, I like to do a bit of sports now and then. Sometimes my, my weight goes up and down. So I'm a big guy. In meters and centimeters, I'm like 190 tall, which is like uh, six foot one, I think, in, in feet and inches. And, uh, you know, in, in Germany, this is normal. In the Nordic countries, uh, this is like totally normal. There's like giants who are much bigger than you in Russia as well. But uh, here in Spain, I'm like, I'm, I'm like a giant. I, I have big muscle mass. I have big bone mass. But um, when I don't take care of my diet, that's when I put on weight. So one day, this was like um, six, seven years ago, I, I was eating too much, uh, I was getting lazy, and I said to myself, I'm gonna run 80 kilometers in one week. Not in one go, but you know, over a course of seven days. Well, I reinvented the seven day challenge. So I said to myself, I'm gonna do 80 kilometers in, in, in one week, okay? Now this is someone who's overweight. I was, I don't know, probably 10, 13 kilos, which is almost 30 pounds overweight. And uh, I hadn't trained, hadn't done anything for about three months. And I said, I'm going to do 80 kilometers. And this was on a Sunday. On a Monday, I set the alarm for six. I got up, I dragged myself out of bed, and I ran. And I was only going to run seven kilometers. In the end, I did 13 kilometers. Okay. Next day, same thing. Um, on the third day, I got up. Well, the alarm, the alarm went off, and I had to think three times whether I should get up or not. I even said to myself, you're stupid, Nico. You're stupid doing this. 
uh, what have you got yourself into? So, um, but then anyway, I got up and I ran, and I think I ran 15 kilometers. And then by the Friday, I'd already told some friends what I was doing, and they said to me, oh, tomorrow is Saturday, so sixth day. Let's go out and let's go together, and we're going to do a 13-kilometer run. I said, okay, let's do it. And then on a Sunday, I would just have to run another 10, and I would have reached my 80-kilometer target. So going out with my friends, the idea was to run from one village to another. So we, we, we set off from one village, run to another village. And then one of my friends says, because these guys, I should have told you, sorry, these guys were training, my two friends, they were training for a mountain marathon. So these guys were like super fit. You know, I was just trying to run 13 kilometers. These guys, 13 kilometers at my pace, I was running a pace of 6.45, like really slow and these uh, per kilometer. And these guys were doing like, uh, you know, less than six, 5.30 or just over five. But they were, they were a lot faster than me and a lot fitter. So uh, anyway, we ran from one village to another. And then one of my friends said, Nico, how do you feel? And I said, yeah, good. Listen, if we run back to the other village again, you know, this was the target. The, the idea was to run from this village to the other village. If we run back again, you will have completed your 80-kilometer challenge mm. in six days and not seven. And uh, I was really tired, but I said, yeah, let's do it. And they, they helped me reach that goal. And, um, you know, I ran my 80 kilometers in six days from zero, from overweight, from not being fit, from legs hurting, uh, I was flabby, nothing. But this this was like a game changer. Then I, you know, 80 kilometers from, from zero. People who are fit, 80 kilometers is nothing in a week. So, um, and and then I repeated this this kind of challenge. Uh, I, I do a lot of seven day challenge challenges. Um, I'm seeing here 80 in one week is a lot. Okay, it depends, it depends what, you know, what kind of fitness you have. But uh, it was a lot for me at the time. Uh, it would be a lot for me now. Um, but I repeated this challenge and I did it with uh, push-ups, okay? So I'm, I'm a kind of guy who hated push-ups. So uh, I, I couldn't do five push-ups in one go, you know? And um, there's probably some guys here on, on, on the stream that are probably looking, you know, because on, on, on Money Twitter, we have a lot of things about, you know, you have to be a man, you have to do 10 push-ups, you have to eat steak. I don't eat, you know, I'm actually not a steak eater, so I don't know what, what people are going to say about me, but, you know, that's, that's their problem. But um, I, I did this push-up challenge. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to do 100 push-ups in one week. This is a guy, I can't, I hate push-ups. I can't even do five. And I'm saying to myself, I'm going to do 100 in one week. And you say, okay, well, it's easy, you know, doing 100. Sorry, no, 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 not 100. What I'm saying, a thousand, a thousand. Yeah, sorry. I was like, oh, 100, it's okay, I can do that. It was easy. Sorry, uh, I got messed up there um, with another challenge. But this was mm. this was a push-up challenge. Yeah. It was a thousand in one week for someone who can't do five. Okay, so first day I get up and uh, I do my target for the day was 100. Okay, 100 per day. Uh, 100 times seven is 700. So yeah. you have to you make up. To, yeah, make up. So on the first day. It took me 20 sets to get to 100, okay, on the first day. On the second day, it took me 15 sets. On the third day, it took me 10 sets. And then it improved, but then I was so hyped up on the sixth day and the seventh day that uh, on one day I did 200, yeah, on one day I did 200 and on, or 250, and on the last day I did 300. I actually went over my target of 1,000. I did 1,100. Okay. Right, and and now today I can do like this morning I did three sets and you know now I'm I'm doing 
30 push-ups easily. I'm, you know, when I'm right. really pushed up, I can do 50. But, you know, it's, it's very easy. And my record now is, in half an hour, is 462 push-ups. Uh, in half, half an hour, hour 40, uh, wow. 62. 462. Yeah. 462 in 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any of the audience who is listening now, if you can beat that record, please leave in the comment. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not a fitness guru. I, you know, I'm not Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not um, Richie Roll. Yeah. I'm not yeah. David Goggins. I'm, yeah. I'm just a, a guy who does a bit of training now and then, you know? Mm -hmm. So th this, again, this is like abundance. You know, it's abundance yeah. uh, in, in the making, you know, just... We can we can take this and we can transfer it to you know making money, right? and clients, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. You can you can transfer this and you can always do more. And um, like one day I said to myself, I said, look, I'm gonna get ten goals. I'm gonna give myself ten goals, which I have mm -hmm. to complete in five days. And uh, I stretched my mind a bit, and these was these were very difficult goals. But of the ten goals, I I think I, I did nine in in four days. And um, one of them was actually related to Twitter. It was like writing different essays or different threads. And then later on, these, these turned into threads. And, you know, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm doing three threads in, 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 in one week. And everyone's going, wow, wow, you're doing a lot of threads. And this is, this is why, because I'm, I'm, I'm brainstorming and I'm, I'm going at it really intensively. And, uh, you know, this is also an example of, of yeah. the abundance. It's, it's like a snowball effect because the story you told me about running 100 kilometer or 80 per week, and you did mm -hmm. that in six days, you, you mentioned it was a game changer. I want to ask you that moment when you finish that, how do you feel? Like what, what's in your mind that has been opened? You, you see it as a game changer. Well, first of all, because uh, I wasn't prepared, you know, people say, because the thing is on the last day, I actually ran a half marathon. I did 20, 21 kilometers on the last day and I did those without stopping. I mean, my legs ached, but I, I did it. And um, if you tell anyone, you know, it, when I tell people I did that, they say to me, oh, you shouldn't do that. You should train because you can damage yourself. A lot of limitations that we have are, are in our mind we self-impose these limits, you know, we, we all do in some way or another. What we should do is or, or set a target and say, okay, let me see how I can overcome this limit. How I can get over uh, 80 kilometers next week? What it, what it did was it showed me what I'm capable of. And, um, you know, this is, this is what Matt was talking about, thinking big. It's thinking big. You know, 80 kilometers for me was big. I mean, now 80 kilometers would, I mean, it's not going to be easy, but, you know, I can do it. I've done it before. I can do it. So I think it was like four months ago, I set to, to, to beat this target. And I actually set the bar maybe a bit too high because, you know, um, well, is it too, was it too high or didn't I prepare well enough for it? I don't know. But anyway, my, my dream was to reach 150 kilometers, which is almost double of the 80 kilometers. But in the end, uh, I, I did 120. All I wanted to do really was just beat it, but I, I set the bar like really, really high. Yeah, but still, we we'll talk about this. If you aim at the star, you're shooting at the star, and then even you didn't reach the star, you landed at the moon instead of staying on the Earth. Yeah, and, and that's what it's all about, you know. We actually have more than we think we have, and we need less than we think we need. And a lot of times we, we forget that, and uh, we, we can always do something better. If, if there's an argument, if something goes wrong, some of the, the responsibility is on you. And you can change that situation. Uh, something you did or something you didn't do influenced that situation. And you should always ask yourself, 
You know, what did, what can I do better? Not why did I do this? You've done it, it's past. You know, now look look for the present so that your future becomes better. And, and we can all do that. Robin Sharma has a book called uh, The Leader Without a Title. Um, and when we talk about leadership, we, we talk about the fact that you don't need a title to lead. You don't. All you need is, is ideas. You need to put in the effort and you need sweat equity. Okay, if we talk about equity, Matt, it's sweat equity, not not necessarily money. And if we if we put enough effort into that and if we become creative and think outside the box, get other people on board. because uh, that's a resource as well. We we often think of money, you know, money. I need I want to make a successful business. I need ten thousand dollars to to make this business. Well, try and step back. You know, do you need that money? What do you need that money for? I need that money to buy a warehouse. Do you need a warehouse? Do you need an office? You know, I think now with COVID, we've all learned that, you know, you don't need a fancy office to do anything. You know, I'm at home. You guys are at home. Um, you don't need an office. Uh, you don't need a lot of money to do a lot of things. And um, we all know this nowadays as people making six figures on, on Twitter. Uh, there's influencers on Instagram. There's people walking the street and, and, and doing stupid videos and they're making lots of money. Um, YouTube. You know, this is a new. This is a new economy. Exactly. But uh, you know, it's 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 a different economy. I think there's there's a lot we can do so much if we just think and try and be creative. If we can just get out five ideas on you know how to how to make a hundred euros uh, next week. Uh, I'm sure we can. You know, you can get some ideas, and one of these ideas can be good, and it's going to be easy for you to make this money. Okay, just uh, silly example. Uh, you can you know. You can sell that poster behind you, Yazzie, and you know maybe some point someone will give you hundred US for it. You know who knows? Well, the microphone looks like a very expensive microphone. Do you need that microphone? You may not. You can use your laptop computer. You know, make another fifty bucks. Just an example. You know, we're in this cloud, and we always say, "Yeah, I haven't got enough." This lack, but we do. We we have more than we think we have. We need less than we think we need. That's the message. The message is so powerful. Please tweet it as well, and I will retweet it. <laughs> <laughs> my message yeah. oh, that's, that's mine Don't, you know, yeah it's your message <laughs> you, you write it you tweet it and uh, we retweet it okay. no, thank you very much yeah. maybe uh, just let the audience know what's your twitter handle so people can follow you yes it's uh, Nico James BCN and the BCN stands for, for Barcelona oh. Nico N-I-C-O James like James Bond and then BCN those are the uh, initials for, for Barcelona Airport which right. uh, okay, we will put in the uh, chat so people can see. Yes, right. thank you very much. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Oh. I should have put that down here on my under my handle here on the screen, but I, mm -hmm. this is the first time I'm doing this stream, so hopefully not the last time. So yeah, yeah. next time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> thank you so much for being here with us today. I absolutely feel very inspired from your personal stories, and I hope the audience does as well. And then if some of the audience if you are interested in uh, abundance life if you are interested in have this unlimited mindset challenge yourself please follow nico on twitter he shares a lot of inspiring and interesting perspectives so hopefully that can inspire you and then to level up your life and if you would like to learn more about money skills money habit and money mindset as usual that we leave all the information in the youtube description that matthias and i have this fast track money course that is compact six weeks course that help you to transform your relationship with money and thank you so much nico here sharing with us your abundant life and your inspiring you know mentality and hopefully we will get a chance to have you on our show again
Yes, listen, thank you very much once again, Matt, for organizing this, uh, Yazi for, for the interview and all those uh, inspiring and challenging questions. And uh, yeah, if anyone needs any kind of uh, help or wants to dig deeper, then please uh, contact me. You have the details via Twitter. Um, I see one of my uh, one of my friends, Indra Bartona. Uh, she's thank you very much for that, Indra. Nico's an inspiring force. She's uh, in in our group, Matt. Uh, you, you know her, Matt. Yeah. Matt and I we, we share a, a group a, a group chat that we have together. So that, that's how we know each other. And uh, yeah, I'm very very thankful for this. This is you know this is something new for me today. And uh, good luck with the show. And I will be following you guys. And uh, it would be a great honor to to come back here and uh, maybe talk about something else. But you, you guys keep on inspiring as well. It's really great what you're doing here. Thank you so much. Thank and you. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome to have you here today. And uh, I've been following Nico for, I think, a little more than six months now. And really what, what he mentioned with his threads, there's so much value in there. Also, uh, Twitter, the community there is awesome. I think there's a lot of people who are working very hard on themselves. And what I really like today, I think my takeaways from Nico is like, you think big, but you have to make the first step. You have to do step one. And then you have to put this snowball or whatever you think it is into motion. And then the longer you push, the easier it will get. But if you never start and always dream about it, you will never make any uh, advances there and you will stay stuck, right? So to live an abundant life is uh, definitely to dream big, to know where to start, to know also how to motivate yourself and then to take action. Just do it like Nike says, do it and do it again and do it more. And if you make mistakes or it's not good, no matter what, do even more, you know, fail forward. And uh, also what I liked with Nico is um, I personally, I had this in my military service in Switzerland. They, they actually push you to a certain amount of like stress, like in your mind or in your body. And at the end, if you feel you're at your limit, they push even more. And that's actually when I was like 18, 19, where I felt, yeah, you actually can do much more than you think. You, you can do more than you think you're capable of. I think that's my biggest takeaway today, to have a reminder of that. So thank you very much for sharing this with our audience today. I think there's no questions. I haven't. We haven't asked the audience if there's questions, but I think we we can. If, uh, if, if anyone has questions, please yes. feel free. You know that's what I'm here for. And um, just just uh, continuing what you what you just said, Matt. You know, I have I have a friend. Uh, if I if I may, yeah, I have a friend who last year when I a couple of years ago when I saw him, he, he said he couldn't run more than twelve kilometers. Now this is a guy, young guy, under thirty. He couldn't run more than 12 kilometers because after the 12th kilometer, his ankle would hurt. So mm -hmm. little by little, I built this guy up and I said, look, if you can run 12 kilometers, you can run 14 kilometers. <laughs> so then ran 14 kilometers. And then last year, he did a half marathon. Wow. And then this year, he did a full marathon. Uh -huh. um, yeah. I mean, he hurt himself. He injured himself when he did it. But he did a full marathon. So he did four times, four times the distance that he said he couldn't do more of. And it's it's all here, you know. Yeah, you, it's all in your mind. The limitation is here. You've yeah. got to be willing to go further and to, to feel the pain, to endure the pain. I just want to tell you guys that I'm going to do a thread after after this. I don't know when it's going to come out. It it uh, I, I try I'll endeavor to do it for tomorrow. I want to avoid the word try because trying you're not doing anything. You know, someone once told me 
try and get out of the chair. So I got off the chair. <laughs> no, try and get off the chair. And then I, I went like this. She goes, See, you're not doing anything. You're trying. You either get off the chair or you stay on it. But trying is nothing. So mm. I, I endeavor to avoid that word try. Um, I have another one similar to this one. It's uh, I am going to or I will. So mm. if you are going to, is you're always in the motion of thinking, doing something. Instead of saying I'm going to, just say I do this, I do that. Then subconsciously yes. you will take action. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, very true. I think we have a question here. Yes, we do. Uh, Indra, she asks one question. What would Nico advise those setting out on this abundant life journey? What would you think is the most important things like action points, how to get started, what to do? Okay, now you're going to... Uh, I was going to put this in a thread, but now that you've asked this question... <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, we, we've talked about it during this, but uh, I, I would say there's basically eight points. The first one is to adopt the abundance mindset. Now, we can call it an abundance mindset or we can call it a growth mindset. Um, a growth or abundance mindset is one that doesn't have any limitations, that is one that you where you improve every day, where you see possibilities, not obstacles, or where you see the obstacle, where there's an obstacle, but it offers you more possibilities. And you work around the obstacle to grow. Okay, so first of all, the abundance mindset. Um, secondly, I would say the morning routine. I'm in um, the program from Seth Rollins, um, which is the millionaire's morning routine. And uh, this, this is amazing because there's an amazing group of people there who support each other. But uh, basically, a morning routine is uh, having a routine as soon as you get up and working on yourself. Uh, I do exercise. I journal. So a personal journal for five minutes every day. You know, I clear up my mind, any thoughts, any worries I have, anything I, I need to work on. Uh, a gratitude journal. Gratitude. What am I thankful for? You can make this uh, repetitive, but I always try and stretch myself. I don't try. I stretch myself, and I think of other things that I'm, I'm grateful for. I'm obviously grateful for my for my family, for my wife, for my home, the fact that I have a, a steady income. I'm grateful for a lot of things, but I try. I don't try. I put down different things every day. So being grateful, if you're grateful for something, then you will get more of it. I once said in a, in a, uh, I commented on a on a tweet. It was a law of attraction. They said, uh, you know, the more grateful you are for something, the more you get of it. And uh, I said, I am very grateful for my wife, but please, universe, no more of my wife. Uh, she's enough. You know, uh, I don't want more wife. Uh, my wife is, is good enough. But if I have too many, uh, if I have more of my wife than than or I really have, then that's too much. Jokes aside, journal gratitude journal. And a success journal. We talked about a success journal. Uh, very important to reinforce your self-confidence and uh, also to open the scope for, for other things. Okay? Abundance mindset. Morning routine. And then awareness. Number three, awareness. What did you do? What, what, are, you, what are you happy with? What are you not happy with? Uh, do you feel tired? Why do you feel tired? What is around you? How can you make your surroundings better, your environment, your goals? What are your goals? How are you, how are you working towards your goals? Awareness, very important. Number four, habits. Uh, and Matthias mentioned this as well. You did, Yassi. The snowball effect. Habits, stacking the habits. So I have a morning routine. I have a habit. Is it perfect? No. I have to um, improve on my, my habits every day. But uh, Atomic Habits, very good book from James Clear. How can you make your habits better and how can you 
have one habit that stacks up on the other so that you get better as a person and that your your goals get, get better, uh, you, you reach your goals easier, and you become bigger and you, you grow. So habits are very important. Perfect your habits, make them better, work on your habits, and make sure that, uh, that you know your habits and that you have a plan. And uh, sometimes you just need a little tweak to do something a lot better. Number five, create more than you consume. So at the end of the day, you've had a, a hard day at work, you're at home, you're tired, you can watch some Netflix, but don't watch Netflix for five, for five hours. Watch it for like an hour. But make sure that when you watch Netflix that you do double, that you work as much doubly. Um, so if I watch Netflix, I always say to myself, okay, so tomorrow I've got to create um, a blog post, a, a tweet, a thread. I have to do more. I have to work more on my threads, I have to create more, then I consume, okay, as, as an example. And also, Matt mentioned this, make it happen. Number six, make it happen. Don't just wish for something, make it happen. Take actions. Yeah. Do it now, today. So you wanna build up a business, okay. Write down a list of businesses that you can do, what you're good at. Find your strengths, awareness. Uh, Clifton Strengths Finder, very good book uh, to find well, many of the books you mentioned, I have it here. Yes. Okay. Strengths Finder. I did the Strengths Finder test. Yes. I didn't know. I one of my top strengths is Relator. So okay. I, I used to have that in my in my Twitter in my Twitter bio, Relator. And everyone said, Yeah, can I can I buy some real estate off you? Because I read Realtor. No, Relator. So I got rid of that because um, yeah, it didn't work. Uh, a connector. I'm a connector. I'm a rela uh, Relator. I'm a connector. I didn't know that was a strength. I didn't know um, building relationships was a strength. Buy the Clifton Strengths book. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the awareness that you mentioned. Be aware of uh, your strengths. Be aware of what triggers you emotionally. Be aware of what makes you feel happy in life. What is ha what's important for you, what is not important for you. And then you also use money as a tool on the things that is important for you to make you feel good in life. Yeah. yeah. If you feel good, if you are um, giving, if you're contributing more than you're than you're consuming, you'll be of service. And and if you do a good job, if you work on yourself, if you invest in yourself, the money will come. It might take a little longer than you think. You know, you're not gonna. Not everyone's gonna make a million bucks in for a month or get a hundred thousand followers on Twitter in, in a month. You know, uh, not everyone has that capacity and, and knows the ins and outs of the algorithm. But you can make a difference and you can work on, on yourself. So we, we've got six six points. The last one was make it happen. Number seven is be okay with imperfection. Imperfection is perfectly perfect. You know, uh, Just because it isn't perfect, it just means you can get better. Perfection to some doesn't exist. You can always do better. And uh, it's okay. You're always stacking the bar higher and you're always trying to, to improve yourself, which is fine. And last but not least, number eight, have fun, smile, you know, be there, be there. When you get home, uh, when your family's there, hi, hi, honey. Don't just go, yeah, no, smile, you know, your family, smile, be happy, have fun. You know, just before this call, my, my son came home with, with my wife and he was crying, he was really tired. And uh, the first thing on my mind, you know, this was my reaction was, oh no, you know, I'm gonna be on this live stream and my little boy's gonna be crying in the background. No, what did I do? I switched on my abundance mindset. I got up and I hugged him. I tried to calm him down and um, I, I gave him a glass of water. Then I came back here. He was still crying, but you know, I did what I could to, to make his life better. 
and uh, I switched on that abundance mindset. So those eight points for me, uh, Indra, are the ones which uh, I'm going to do a thread on those, but uh, those are the ones that uh, I advise. That's my action points for an abundance mindset. Super cool. Thank you for sharing those. I think when I listen to you, I'm more the, the money-oriented person on these topics. I think I, I always see the money analogies behind. So for Fast Track Money and for Financial Imagineer, we try to help our audience how to live your dream life, how to enable your dream life, and how to use money as a tool to achieve them, right? And one you, you mentioned it, skills. I, I see what you talk about skills is like compounding skills. It's like compounding money. It's the same thing. Try to be 1% better every day. Just try that. Don't try to go for like from zero to 100 in one day. But as long as you try to improve every day, you will get there eventually. If you see an obstacle, like you said, oh, uh, this is too expensive. I cannot afford it. Don't, don't have that in your mind. Clean that and go about, oh, how can I afford it? You know? Make it a goal instead of an obstacle, and that will wipe out all the things in your way. And then it will make you stronger, it will be motivating, and it will change it. Because my third point, maybe the last point here, words are freaking powerful. The most powerful words there are your own words, right? I, I loved how Nico before uh, said, I will try to, and then you corrected yourself because your awareness held you back from just letting that stand there and not, not commenting on your own actions, right? Words are super powerful. And the, the words in your own mind, be aware of how you think, how your inner voice speaks to you. Because if that one is a negative one, you have to change it. And if you, if you manage to do that, all the other things will not become obstacles anymore. They will be goals and motivational things to go after. I think if you guys are fine with that, um, we can maybe conclude the session. Thank you so much for these killer points. And I'm very, very much looking forward for the thread. Again, please do follow Nico. We have shared it in the comments. His uh, Twitter is at NicoJamesBCN for Barcelona, BCN. And you can also find him uh, by simply clicking on, on this video. And there I will also highlight the connection to him. So you will be able to find him. Thank you so much. And uh, next week, what are we going to talk about, Yasi? Right? Next week, the topic will also be surprise. So please, if you want to continue watching the YouTube live session, uh, we have amazing guests like today. We have Nico last time. We have Steve. Then please follow this channel and uh, we will come back with more useful content. Hopefully that will help you, inspire you, and then fast track your life. Thank you so much for being here today. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fast Track Podcast. Show me your support by liking this episode and sharing it with your friends. Join the Facebook group at Fast Track Podcast One, or you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and of course, the homepage, fasttrack.live. See you in the next episode.